CIO Jason Kanyad, IT CTO Jerry Ibrahim and Head of Engineering and Architecture Rupa Raj talk about the organizational impact, the foundational decisions and the SaaS mindset that is so essential for digital transformation. In the last episode, we went into the details of how VMware IT manages security in the multi-cloud. To listen in to the previous episodes, check out the podcast in the resources section of our VMware on VMware microsite. Today, we are going to talk about digital workspace. For this crucial topic, I have with me today two stalwarts from VMware, Alexander Price, Senior Director of Client Services and Aju Sukumaran, Senior Manager, Client Engineering. Welcome, Alexander and Aju. Hello. Hello here. Hey, and thank you. Thank you for making it. So let's dive in into the conversation. And I'll start with you, Alexander, and possibly take you a little back in time, you know, to March 2020, when uh, suddenly the entire world had to settle in to work from home practically overnight. Mm. So what role did your team play in this entire shift? Wow. Yeah, that was a couple of years ago. Well, overall, <laughs> yeah. I, I I believe we're actually pretty well prepared, actually, and a bit lucky. See, prior to 2020, we'd been focusing on workspace of the future. Um, and really, that involved half of our colleagues working remote. It was actually a, a new a new concept for the way we would look to work. So for us, we'd really conceptualized what that would look like. And for us, it was simply we're fast tracking to make it reality. So with that, many of our applications are actually already cloud-based and all our colleagues really need is an internet connection. So when the pandemic hit, the challenge really came about bringing that office experience to people's home, a digital workspace. So while there were physical challenges when the pandemic hit, like moving monitors, we quickly realized that we had work practice and technical challenges as well. Like how do we now work together on a whiteboard when we're in completely different locations. How can we create that office interaction culture without physically seeing each other and being together? And then looking at what tools and technology can ultimately support that. So we learned a lot around in that space and we continue to learn today. Yeah, thanks, Alexander. And I remember our transition that time, you know, it was absolutely seamless. And thanks to you and your teams, it it makes me so proud, you know, that at VMware, we were already much ahead of the curve, you know, like when other companies were struggling to get all their employees to be able to work from home, we were already creating the digital workspace and trying to give our employees the office experience in their home. So I believe that's really great, you know, from our end. And thank you and your teams for that. Well, thank you. And Aju, uh, yeah, thank you. Thanks again, Alexander. And uh, Aju, going back to more on that, you know, we've been operating in the remote model for almost two years now, you know, and 
productivity has certainly not gone down but i would say in fact it has increased so we can definitely attribute it to the digital workspace at vmware so what exactly is the digital workspace yeah absolutely said it um, we have been working remotely over the last uh, two years or maybe more than two years i could say uh, there have been nothing much changed for us uh, compared to the previous years in terms of uh, our operating model you know there is one advantage uh, we have got as a vmware it uh, because we are using our own product we started our journey of moving towards a digital workspace and adopting a modern management framework uh, before the pandemic itself. And that helped us to sail through the pandemic without much hurdles. There are many process improvements for handling the shipment and our devices and peripheral. There is always uh, those kind of a process improvement uh, we made, but the foundation was laid way before. Digital workspace, if you talk about, uh, it's a technology framework that manages and centrally controls the elements of an organization's IT assets, which includes application, data, and endpoints. It can also provide anytime, anywhere, and any device access to application for, uh, we call it as colleagues, or you call it the users. Um, whether those applications reside on-premises or one of the clouds, or it may be on multiple clouds. You know, one of the key aspects of you know adopting VMware uh, Digital Workspace solution uh, is the beauty of the modern management aspect of uh, uh, it, it, digital workspace. I would say uh, the modern management aspect of the digital workspace. Um, the what modern management exactly does is it manages the devices. It can be running on uh, Windows operating system, Mac OS or maybe on the mobile devices, which is running in iOS, Android. This digital workspace provides a you know, vendor agnostic solution. You know, this actually helped me as an IT team to support any colleagues uh, to use devices of their choice um, and also use any application on top of them. Um, now, during the pandemic, all the users were working from home. Now, there is always a demand for IT to ship the devices and also keep the experience at par. Definitely, there is productivity has not gone down. It's actually increased. So one of the another aspect, if I could think of, is a single sign-on. You know, the colleagues were able to access any application on any device uh, from anywhere without having a key in their user authentication multiple times. So that definitely a big experience change for the colleagues while we adopted the digital workspace. So overall workspace solutions provides a seamless access to the application. At the same time, it increases the productivity. Thanks, Aju. You know, anytime, anywhere, any device has been a mantra for quite some time now, you know, and I'm so glad that we had this in place way before the pandemic struck. And yes, I am a huge fan of single sign-on. Let me tell you that, you know, it just makes my life so easy. In fact, I joke uh, about the fact that, you know, if we did not have single sign-on, I would probably be carrying around a little black book with all passwords written in it, you know, because we have just so many applications that I use on a daily basis. <laughs> really, I mean, I do talk about it a lot and it's such a blessing. Uh, to be able to seamlessly connect to all of them without any additional authentication. So count me in as one of your biggest fans, <laughs> especially for the single sign-on. 
that's a good thing. Yeah, and, and and since we are talking about digital workspace, Alexander, how easy or difficult is it for firms to move to the digital workspace, and what can they hope to gain from it? Oh, that's a that's a really good question. Um, it can be hard, um, but. I think really what makes it easier is when it's aligned with really what the company culture is. At VMware, we support choice and flexibility with how people work, and that could be from which device they choose to where they work, in an office, at home, maybe they're they're on the road, and that ultimately helps drive uh, the appropriate technology to support that. In this case, the digital workspace allows for that flexibility. It's incredibly powerful because it really removes so many barriers that people have become accustomed to, from simple things like needing access to different applications, like you made reference to a little bit earlier, to having to keep track of different passwords, right? Having that single sign-on experience, um, to having to be on VPN to to even work and get your job done. Um, it's our job to use the digital workspace to enable and empower people to simply just do their work, to remove those friction points. Um, that uh, that that would prevent them from doing that. So these ultimately are barriers, right? If if you don't have the digital workspace, you, you're creating barriers for people's ability to to do work. You're also creating more work for IT. So by embracing the digital workspace, you not only create less work for IT, right, to support this because people are just able to do the job, but you also allow for your business to ultimately focus on what they need to do, the business. Um, and drive sales revenue and, and so forth. It's a win-win. Definitely agree to that, Alexander. It's the culture that has to be in place, and it's like uh, you know setting the stage so the performances can begin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I do admire the really fast turnaround you have from your teams. It has certainly helped my teams to stay productive all through. And speaking of speed, Aju, speed to market is certainly one of the key priorities here. So how can we achieve speed in implementing the digital workspace? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, uh, speed and agility is definitely a key uh, uh, and important parameters here. Um, you know, if you look at it, our uh, major responsibility as an IT team is to make all applications available to colleagues who can access them on any of their devices. Now, using our own technology, uh, we were able to onboard many colleagues faster. So one of the most important uh, thing is uh, if you get a device, how fastly the colleague can be productive. Now, uh, if you look at how easily and faster we can achieve it, it's depending on our strategy of migrating, you know, uh, legacy framework into digital workspace technology. Um, for example, in our case, we were using uh, very old uh, PCLM solutions uh, to manage the devices. Like many other companies, uh, we were also using our PCLM uh, solution. We took a phased approach to migrate all our devices from a legacy management solution to a digital workspace solution. And again, that is done in a phased approach. You know, speed of conversion depends on how aggressively we are approaching to deploy it. You could do it in, a, in two, three months of time, or you can do it in a span of a six months to one year. It, it also depends on the scale of the deployment. Now, if you have a, a several hundred thousands of devices, then definitely it is going to take time for you to migrate it. But VMware provides a lot of tools and technologies to ease up and make the migration faster. 
and this will definitely help all your subsequent day two operation activities as well once you complete the digital workspace uh, migration another important aspect is that you know all applications uh, should also be supporting single sign on uh, to get full advantage of the digital workspace now you see that in if you use the entire digital workspace suite and migrate from every legacy mode of operations into the new uh, solution you know the your speed and agility is definitely going to improve and speed of deployment depends on your strategy and approach absolutely and thank you ajay for you know putting more and more applications onto single sign on Uh, and i distinctly remember when you put the horizon view onto the single sign on as well you know, i didn't need to install the web client anymore it was such a breeze to use and i remember you showing me how to use it so thanks again for that and yeah absolutely yeah you remember that right and thank you <laughs> it really helped me a lot because i didn't have to really install those clients at all so all, all this sounds really great you know but i i really have to ask you aju what are the security challenges in the digital workspace um i would say it's uh, not a challenge but there is uh, an opportunity to adopt into a new approach now we within vmware it we have gone through various transformation even in the security solutions as well um i believe that you might have heard in a previous podcast my colleagues were talking about uh, beyond zero trust initiatives uh, i think adopting those zero trust framework was a big win and also we accelerated our journey on Uh, switching some of the process we followed in uh, old security architecture framework to the new one and that really brings up a lot of benefit than challenges so we have multiple product stacks to accomplish the end to end security posture you know there are many benefits i could think of some like a, you could gain a deeper insights and also you can you know even reduce the cost and complexity of uh, some of the infrastructure solutions you require for security and also you know coordinating with a response across various teams when there is a security incident is happening this has also been seamlessly uh, uh, improved i would say and enhanced as well um, it also ensures a an end to end zero trust security uh, framework so overall i would always go for more the opportunities than challenges of course there will be challenges of deploying it but a perfect well defined plan will help us to overcome those challenges absolutely and thank you aju for those insights and we did have a lengthy discussion with craig and bharat in the last episode on zero trust so to all our listeners if you missed out that episode please do log into our microsite and go to the resources to have a listen and looking ahead alexander how do you think the digital workspace will evolve now that offices are opening up well that's a good question as well um it's it's really all about experience and security that's really what the focus is going forward i mean by that i mean good security is 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 transparent to our colleagues right or end users right and so they can just do their work like i described earlier but if we find security ultimately creates friction points then we find our colleagues start performing poor behaviors or security practices like writing down passwords <laughs> like you referenced earlier in your book so we what we do is is we always start with experience and then work to find the appropriate balance between um between the two between security and experience 
so as we look forward uh, looking at the digital workspace we're really focused on um, digital experience or DEX that's the industry term right and it's actually really similar to what the fitness industry has gone through over the, the past five years or so except in this case the client is your device and, and behaviors not you so it's really about how we use data now and creating a, essentially a proactive model where we can address issues and understand behaviors to minimize productivity loss. So we look at things, for example, like how are people using applications? Um, how can we better recycle and reuse licenses? How is everyone's hardware performing? Can we refresh early? Can we detect areas that we need to repair before there's an actual impact to productivity? So in the example of a battery is failing on a, on a laptop, okay? We can proactively ship that colleague a new laptop before they know that their battery is failing and then ultimately being impacted in their ability to do work. Um, simply, we're, we're moving from a reactionary model. So we're moving away from, from tickets to really real-time support as well as proactive. And to do that, we need a deeper understanding of essentially how the business works and interacts with our applications as well as devices. So it requires really a closer partnership. So today, regardless whether you're remote or if you're in the office, um, at, at VMware, um, if you have a panic or blue screen um, on your device, we actually know about it. And then we take appropriate action depending on whatever that root cause was. If we see your network performance is poor, then in fact, we'll actually reach out and provide you an SD-WAN device to help provide you better performance for that last mile. And these are just some of the examples of things we're doing today. And we're really, really excited about the things that we look to do in the future with all of the data. Uh, that we have at our disposal. Thank you. Thank you, Alexander. And while it sounds a little spooky, you know, I, I see how it can be super useful where you can diagnose and act on problems as they occur and maybe sometimes even before the users know about it, right? And end uh, goal is it makes an end user's life so much more painless. Exactly. So, Enables them to do their job. And that's ultimately our goal. Absolutely. It definitely increases the productivity of the users. And uh, if we don't have to talk about or even worry about all these issues, then we can definitely focus on business and the work that we do. Right. So thanks again, Alexander. And today we spoke about the fascinating world of digital workspace, you know, and how we have implemented it at VMware. And I hope this gave you, our listeners, some insights into how you could implement the digital workspace. And this brings us to the end of the seventh episode of Digital Transformation. So thank you, Alexander and Alju. I think it was great to have you with us today and definitely very useful insights that we gained today on the digital workspace. You're very welcome. Great to be here. Thank you. We hope you liked this episode. And if you did, please drop us a comment below. We'll be back with another IT digital transformation story in the next episode of this series. Check out our previous episodes on our microsite under resources. Just click on podcasts. Stay tuned.